This podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. By talking or texting with a supportive, licensed therapist at Talkspace, you'll gain insights, discover truths, and experience breakthroughs that will improve how you live and how you feel. With Talkspace, just answer a few questions online, and you'll be matched with a therapist. And because you'll meet your therapist online, you don't have to take time off work or arrange childcare. You'll meet on your schedule, whenever you feel most at ease. Plus, Talkspace works with most major insurers, and most insured members only pay a $25 copay or less. No insurance? No problem. If you want to make progress toward a mentally healthier place, Talkspace is here for you. Now get $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80 when you go to Talkspace.com. Match with a licensed therapist today at Talkspace.com. Save $80 with code SPACE80 at Talkspace.com. Welcome to the Eric Erickson Show podcast, Hour 3. Greetings, conversationalists. Welcome. It is Eric Erickson here across the Fruited Plain, and I love having you with me. The phone number is 877-973-7425. If you want to be on the program, you are happy to do so. Text the word Eric, E-R-I-C-K, to 33777. You can get the show notes, the links, all that. I actually want to start this hour with some phone calls. Folks waiting patiently I couldn't get to in the last hour. Uh, about all the stuff we've talked about today. And I want to begin with Nate. Welcome, Nate, to the Eric Erickson Show. Hey, Eric. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a gay conservative, and, and I think one of the things you're... you're wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. They, they tell me on television that that combination does not exist. Are you telling me they've been lying to us on CNN? Apparently so. CNN only tells the truth. So <laughs> uh, it, it's... Uh, it, it's and that's kind of my point is what you're not seeing in the media is, is a lot of gay people are moving towards the right and it's not being reported. And because of that, you know, is the, the trans movement is part of that. I think there's there's three points I, we're seeing them move right. Um, and I think, you know, there, there was a recent NY Post article, uh, I think, by Mr. Moore that articulates this better. But, you know, one is we are you know, we're sick of this this gender nonsense, this TQ being pushed on children. And, you know, it's by erasing sex linked to gender, you're erasing the whole idea, the whole concept of homosexuality, which, you know, kind of destroys all the rights we've fought for. And two, now that we have equality, you know, we're more concerned on the kitchen table issues, just like other minorities. And we're all slowly moving to the right, but it's not being reported and you're not seeing it. Um, even liberal gay friends are saying it privately. They can't say it in public, but even they're moving to the right. So, I, you know, the list yeah, okay. there, you know. So you uh, let, let me share this one with you. I, so I've got a I've got a friend. Uh, he is married, gay. They have two adopted kids, and he was expressing to me his frustration that now th- their kids got out at the end of May, like like most people in Georgia. That he was really glad that their school doesn't go through a Pride Month festivity like some schools around the country do, because he said what what frustrates him is, is the trans issues are so dominant now that he views himself as a man who is attracted to other men. And in the trans movement ideology that's become so dominant, if his son were attracted to a boy, that they would tell the son, well, maybe you're trans and you're actually a woman uh, and you're stuck in a man's body. And that's why you're attracted to men. And he's like, no, no, that my kid would be gay. His his kid's not. But it's just that that frustrated him to no end that this has become the dominant 
thought process and idea conveyed during the the pride movement. Or, for example, on a personal note, my oldest sister, when she was little, was very much a tomboy. She she loved sports and and wanted to play baseball and not softball. She was into trucks and and just she was a, a tomboy. She's also very mean as a child. That's another subject altogether. <laughs> but I mean, they would say, "Well, you're just a boy trapped in a girl's body." She's happily married. She's got three wonderful daughters. Um, but it's so weird how this ideology has has just turned everything upside down. It's the ultimate conversion therapy, and no one wants to call it that, but that's what it is. It's conversion therapy, which, you know, the, the gays have fought so hard against, you know, for so long, and now that it's here and profitable, it's being pushed by the industry. So yeah, and, and boy, is it that. profitable. I mean, now that uh, abortion is so difficult to get in the country, you're having Planned Parenthood spring up all over the country to to give um, puberty blockers to kids. It 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 really is. It, it just it's this like the the it's like a wildfire burning, and and it's going to burn out eventually. But how many people's lives are destroyed in the process? I don't know. Um, but that, that's interesting, Nate. So your your friends, uh, even those who would have been, because hey, I'm in the same boat, and you know, anecdotes, not data. Sure. But here you are, and here I am with similar experiences of of gay friends of mine who are liberal, very much more liberal than me, and they're being turned off by this and moving to the right as a result. Oh, 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 absolutely. They're 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 disgusted with it because you're, you're again you're destroying the whole concept of homosexuality um, by by pushing all this gender critical queer gender theory nonsense. And again, especially older homosexuals within the community they, who fought so hard, you know, with them, well, they are completely over it. Um, and they're being canceled left and right within their own, you know, gay community. It's, it's yeah, that, that, and you know, that's the weirdest happening. thing. It's just not being reported. I got a, uh, I got a friend of mine uh, who is, I've mentioned this before, he's a progressive and he's in the tech community. And he tells me all the time that he, he hates my side, can't stand Trump. Hates DeSantis, doesn't like any Republican. Says you got to win this because it's insane. <laughs> like, hey, uh, yeah, and he's like, I can't talk about it to my friends, or they'll no longer be my friends. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. It's true. So wild. That's just that's crazy. Well, listen, thank you very much for calling in and for listening. I appreciate it. And you know, and again, folks, uh, for Nate and for me, anecdote is not data. But I I continue to to encounter. Uh, gay friends and acquaintances and, and just, just people who listen to the show who are gay, who they bring this up all the time now that it's deeply frustrating to them that they consider themselves attracted to the same sex. And trans ideology says if you're attracted to the same sex, you might actually be uh, the opposite sex trapped in the body. And, and that completely eradicates what it means to be uh, homosexual whether gay or lesbian, it's just, it's the wildest, craziest thing. And, and yet the media is mainstreaming it now. Tammy, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Mr. Erickson. I, first of all, I just want to quickly thank you for your unrelenting, honest information. It's always a breath of fresh air. And I'm going to try and get through this without breaking down. All right. I live in Orlando, Florida. Today was the seventh anniversary of the Pulse nightclub massacre. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I went to eight funerals in the next 15 days, um, worked at a theme park, worked with a lot of people that were there. A number of people that showed up at the memorial today had on T-shirts, black and white, like the Got Milk old T-shirts that said, Just G. 
just G? Don't want to be the alphabet soup. We're just gay. Just G. That was all they said. I was stunned, overwhelmed. Pulse was a gay club. That's what it was known as. It wasn't an LGBT, as they say, as you say, the alphabet soup. They call it that also. Um, but I was stunned. These are brave young men and women who showed up at a memorial to honor those who were gunned down and stop calling it LGBTQ club. Stop. Yeah, they were very angry. Wow. And yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Whole different movement. And I love that I just followed your previous caller because yeah. it, 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 it's, it's this population is fed up with being lumped in, just mm-hmm. fed up. I, and, I get that sense. I really do. I'm like, guys, you need to market these shirts. And girls. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't just get them out there. Just G is really kind of, even if someone has to ask you what it means. Wow. We, you, you have said, you know, you have to have a bumper sticker on the back of your car. Unfortunately, these people feel like they need to wear a T-shirt. Yeah, that's uh, it, it's it's kind of I mean, it, it's frustrating even as an outsider looking in. Tammy, thank you very much for the phone call. Uh, and, and for holding it together, that that was is such. A, I forgot this was the anniversary. You know, DeSantis uh, released a statement commemorating it today and ordering flags at half mast, and he's getting attacked by the uh, by the alphabet gang for doing that over the the don't say gay stuff. Well, they won't be allowed to tell kids in school what it's all about, which is just nonsense. The overreaction for this. Did you know that a majority of people in Florida, including Democrats? supported the Parental Rights and Education Act, which is the one that says you can't start doing uh, sex indoctrination of kids until after third grade. And a lot of people are like, why didn't we make it high school? Just crazy. I do wonder about the backlash, though. And and again, so it's just anecdote. Now I had Tammy to Nate and me um, about the backlash. Just when you think about it. So you're not a, the left wants you to prohibit conversion therapy. Conversion therapy is this idea that you can convert a gay person to becoming a straight person. But yet for trans issues, they do want conversion therapy. They do want you to give boys surgeries to alter their bodies to become girls and go on puberty blockers that have lasting consequences, including sterilization. They do want girls to be able to be put on testosterone. They want the trans community to convert. At some point, there's got to be a disconnect. And and you know what? Hang on. Um, let me give you this again. Um, LGBTQIAT. Uh, I, I, I got to. So this is, this is the long list of the alphabet gang now. Um, complete with gender unicorn and everything. It's L-G-B-T-Q-I-A-A-T-P. Um, L-G-B-T-Q-I-A-T-T-P. It, it just, the, the long list of acronyms continues to go on. 
gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, queer, intersex, two-spirit, asexual, non-binary. It just, it continues to expand. It is the alphabet gang is a better understanding of it, and people keep adding things in. So let's see. This is from the New York Times. Gay, lesbian, bisexual, pansexual, asexual, demisexual, graysexual, cisgender, transgender, gender nonconforming, non-binary, gender fluid, gender neutral, intersex, two-spirit. I just... This is all the makings of some sort of cult. And what's crazy about it is that if you are gay or lesbian, if you're homosexual, uh, the trans ideology would tell you that actually you are trapped in the body of someone of the opposite sex. And you don't believe that. You believe you were born that way. And now the trans community tells you everything is a choice and you get to decide for yourself. And if you decide you're attracted to someone of the opposite sex, then maybe you are someone of the same sex, then maybe you're actually someone of the opposite sex and don't realize that the, the inconsistencies in the arguments are insane. And I just really do think there's got to be some level of, of backlash growing. I mean, we're, we're starting to see it in the polling. Every demographic group is starting to shift rapidly. And again, I just, I want to say this again, because if you ever meet someone who is trans, this is a person who's struggling. I I just, you know what, let me, I, I'm going to put this on video. Philip can use it or not. When you meet someone who is willing to chop off their sexual reproductive organs to change their outward appearance to that of the other gender, this is a person who is clearly deeply struggling. And it's bad, I think, that the advocates for this community, many of whom do not consider themselves transgender but allies of the transgender community, have provoked a backlash in society against a group of people who are clearly mentally struggling. And I don't think those of us who are opposed to the trans ideology uh, remind ourselves enough that many of the people who are transgender are not involved in the bullying and the harassment and the advancement of the cause, they just want to be left alone. They're struggling and they have undergone profound, painful reconstructive surgeries to try to align their body to their brain. It is a mental health issue and they themselves recognize it. And yet the advocates want to normalize it, say it's no big deal, push it on other kids, indoctrinate people into it, bully people, and it's provoked a backlash. And it's provoking a backlash against a lot of people who are suffering, who are not the people provoking the backlash, who are not participating in the backlash, who are just struggling to get by and want to be left alone. And I find that to be the most tragic part of all of this, that this these people and, and what – they're going through has been hijacked by an aggressive group of bullies and it's causing profound harm to these people who just are struggling and want to be left alone. And we should all be mindful of that. Don't blame a person who is transgender for what the advocates of transgenderism, the ideology are doing. They just more often than not want to be left alone.
Vision Computer has over 3,000 five-star Google reviews and an average phone answer time of just 15 seconds. When you call, you won't be stuck navigating endless automated menus. A live person's going to answer the phone and help you solve your problems. You know, I run a business, and it's one reason I love the idea that Vision Computer exists. Because as a business owner, you know you've got to be efficient, you got to have tech support issues resolved quickly, and you got to have your computers work. Don't let your employees suffer in silence either. They may be embarrassed or hesitant to ask for help, but with Vision Support, they can get assistance they need to work more efficiently. Reach out to them. Call 404-COMPUTE or go to visioncomputers.com. In fact, if you call them at 404-COMPUTE, ask for the Eric Erickson special when you call. They're not going to have it on their website. It's just for you guys listening. Call 404-COMPUTE today. Ask for the Eric Erickson special. Be amazed at Vision Computer. Hello there. It is Eric Erickson here. The phone number 877-973-7425. Susan, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Um, so I, I voted for Donald Trump twice, but I, I will not vote for him again because He's just too much. I mean, just too much drama, too much chaos, too much disorder. And he shoots himself in the foot all the time. And I come to the conclusion just kind of watching him. And also just from, I read Bill Barr's book. And, I, I mean, Trump is so profoundly narcissistic. I mean, like the documents that he had in Mar-a-Lago, that was a control issue for him. Mm-hmm. And in a way, in a way, those documents were like trophies or or like souvenirs. And, and you know, I mean, he, he wanted to, it's like someone coming back from Africa with a lion's head or something. You know, and they wanted, like he, up in New Jersey, he had uh, somebody that he showed the documents to. Well, why is he doing that? Well, it's sort of like, saying, hey, look at this lion that I got in Africa. And... I mean, I, somebody who's that profoundly narcissistic, um, I mean, we all are, but there's a point where it becomes a, a disorder. I mean, he has all this grandiosity. He's a professional victim. Narcissists are commonly that. They never want to take responsibility for their Yeah, for their yeah you know, I, I, you mentioned narcissism, and, and I, I got to let you go there, and I appreciate the call and the point that it, it is he – According to all the people around him, viewed these as his trophies. They were his documents, uh, and and he didn't want to give them up. The left's like, oh, he wanted to sell them to foreign agents. No, he didn't. He just wanted them because he viewed them as his. And the irony is, is he just handed them over. Um, all of this would have gone away. It's just remarkable. You know, there is this fight now on the right, and I dealt with this in my speech in Colorado on Saturday for Americans for Prosperity. There's this big fight on how do we use the government. J.D. Vance had a tweet out that we need to harness the instruments of government to advance our agenda. The problem is that there's no such thing as permanence in politics. And because of that, uh, the left will one day be able to harness those things as well. But if we get rid of them, if we gut the government, if we shrink it, limit it, 
then the left can't use the powers because those powers are no longer there. That's the genius, I think, of AFP solution, Americans for Prosperity, is they want to gut the government, to make it a limited government, to make it a small government, to advance freedom and liberty. And they want to do it at the state and the federal level, and they need your help. Become an activist with AFP. Go to americansforprosperity.org slash Eric. Learn how to be a better advocate for small government solutions and how to help start cutting government. americansforprosperity.org slash E-R-I-C-K. Go sign up now. Howdy. Welcome. It's Eric Erickson here. The phone number, 877-973-7425. Let me go back to the phones here. Steve, welcome to the show. How are you? Steve? Oh, hey, it's me. It's Hi Steve. there. Hey, um, I would just wanted to start off with saying dittos. I love your show. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and I called uh, about the files, um, both... Uh, I guess Biden and Trump, um, that I, I think it's a nothing burger. I think what's happened is the Democratic Socialist Marxists have decided they're going to go in every direction they can just to take over and, you know, the, the heck with uh, a dual, um, having dual rule. And um, I, I just want to say that both of the the places where they have, I don't know about the college over what Biden has files there, but both of the places are heavily guarded where we're talking about the files are, especially Trump. He has FBI. I mean, well, he has the um, federal uh, police. Secret Service. That what? Huh? Secret Service. Yes, yeah, Secret Service. Thank you. And um, also he has his private, uh, you know, bodyguards and things like that. So I think that the nothing burger comes in to where I'm sorry, my phone just came on. The nothing burger came on where um, they, uh, like, the room where, the ballroom where the files are is probably locked. And there's probably a security guard that walks around and makes sure it's locked every day. And somebody would have to request to get in. And so what I'm saying is same, probably the same thing with Biden. He's got a locked, um, you know, uh, where his cars are and everything, and, you follow me? You see where I'm coming from? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do. Um, a, a one caveat, in 2019, while he was president, a Chinese spy got on the property. Uh, so we do need to be mindful of that. Same with the Biden situation. But the larger issue is, uh, as much as we're focusing on he stored them in ballrooms or in a bathroom and they tipped over and they spilled out and stuff, the bigger issue is if he had just given them to the grand jury when they asked for him back in June, we wouldn't be where we are today. Um, grand jury asked for him, said, hand, give us all. And it wasn't give us the classified documents where he argues, well, they're unclassified. They gave us, give us the documents that have classification marks on them. And he gave well, them 30 some and had 197. He didn't hand over. Why are they asking for him in the first place? Is it a, is it a judge that asked for the files from Trump? Um, because he is a appointed Clinton Democrat and his wife is in the Democrat party and, um, makes money from that? Oh, no, no. Good good question. Uh, so in, in January of 2021, or no, I'm sorry, January of 2022, the National Archives reached out to the Trump team and said, we're cataloging everything and we're missing hundreds of documents. Do you have any documents? And the Trump team sent them like a hundred some odd documents and said, oh, yep, yeah. our bad. We have these. 
the National Archive went back and said, wait, 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 we're, we're still missing more than 200 more documents. Will you look for them? And the Trump team replied back, we looked, we don't have any. Well, National Archives filed a complaint with the Justice Department that began an investigation that led to a grand jury that reached out to the Trump team and said, hey, uh, do you have any of these documents that have a classification mark, regardless of whether you think they're classified or not? Do you have any of them? If so, give them to us. So they sent them 37. And the National Archives is like, no, we're telling you guys there's like 197 more documents we need. Uh, so the FBI went and found those 197 documents. And, and along the way, the, and you know, you remember what they always said about Nixon? It's not the crime that gets you, it's the cover-up. That's the problem here. He told his lawyers to hide them from the FBI because they yeah. were his trophies. And he just handed them over. None of the, this is why I just I got to laugh at this, uh, Steve, because I just I've been beating my head reading the the indictment. It's just so dumb. I mean, he's got the biggest target on his back in America. They've been coming yeah. for him since he was on that escalator in 2015. And had yeah. he just said, OK, here's these 197 documents. We wouldn't be where we are now. Got it. Well, um, I, you know, I see where you're coming from. Uh, I didn't, yeah, But, you know, I you're, you're right. Know I mean, Biden, Pence, Clinton, Bush, they all accidentally took documents. I guess the big yeah. difference is uh, when the archives called and said, hey, guys, we're missing some documents. They all said, oh, here they are. Have them. And Trump's like, you're not getting them. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's trouble. Well, another yeah, that- thing I wanted to say is I'm a libertarian. So um, I listen to you pretty much every day. And uh I catch you right at 12-ish, and um, it's a lot of fun. I enjoy your show, and uh, I um, I understand you're in syndication now pretty much across the country. Is that correct? It it is, slowly growing. Nice. Well, um, uh, again, I enjoy your show. Thank you for taking my call today. Absolutely, Steve. Thanks very much. Y'all, honestly, this is – you do have to laugh at this, or you're going to cry. I mean, the – it's really, where's the, hang on a second. Hang on. Let, let's, let's, let's play the old audio. Um, y- y'all know I, 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 I should probably keep this on standby as much as I play this audio. Um, I really should just like, here it is the, yep. The, this is it. Remember this audio, this starts from the day he is led that literally this audio begins on January 20th of 2017. Breaking news. A bombshell. Today is a turning point. Today was historically bad for President Trump. Today was a turning point. A turning point. We're at a turning point here. The beginning of the end for the Trump presidency. We have another bombshell. Mike Pence might have to assume the office of the presidency. Rumblings of the word impeachment. Breaking news. Another bombshell out of the White House. I believe this is the beginning of the end. I do too. It's really the beginning of the end. He may be feeling the walls closing in on him. All the walls closing in on him. The walls closing in in on him. Breaking news, a new bombshell. One astrologer says this means the beginning of the end for President Donald Trump. Trump will resign. Trump is going to resign. Is this the tipping point? I know we've said it over and over. You think this is a tipping point? And over and over. This is a tipping point. And over and over. Breaking news, President Trump off the rails. It was the beginning of the end today. The beginning of the end. Breaking news tonight, new bombshell. This is the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The walls are closing in. The walls closing in. The walls closing in. 
breaking overnight bombshells. This is a very dramatic day, and I think it might be near a tipping point. Do you think this is a tipping point? December 1st, 2017, you can mark it down. This is the day that everything changed. The beginning of the end? Beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. We begin tonight with a bombshell. Donald Trump is in a lot of trouble. Trump is in trouble. The president will resign. Another hour, another bombshell. This is a tipping point. Trump's going down. This president could be impeached. Resignation. Resignation. I don't think this president is going to serve out his term. Mr. Trump will not serve out his term. He will not serve out his term. No way, no how. Breaking news. Absolute bombs. Donald Trump is not. He's done. And it's over. It's over. The wall's closing in. The wall's closing in. This is going to be the Achilles Hill. Breaking news tonight. I expect Trump to depart. This week will be the watershed week. Trump is in big trouble. Trump's in a lot of trouble. It's a sign of a terrified old man who feels the walls closing in. The walls are increasingly closing in on him. Tonight, the walls are closing in. Today changed everything. This is the beginning of the end. Today, the biggest tipping point for the Trump administration. What a historic day. The bombs. He's underwater. He feels the walls closing in. Turning point. We may be at a tipping point. It's the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end. Another bombshell. 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 This is a bombshell. It is. <laughs> that that with 2017, 2018. Y'all, they've been trying to get him since the day he stepped on that escalator and announced his candidacy. And all he had to do was give the documents up and he couldn't because they were his. He's like an episode of Hoarders. And now he's going to get carted off to jail. I mean, if they prove just half of it, he he the obstruction charge is the big one because he was supposed to give the documents to a grand jury. He didn't give them to the grand jury. If you read the indictment, what it says, like I was telling Steve is, in January 2022, National Archives says, hey, buddy, we think you got some documents with classification markings. We need to review them. Trump says, oh, yeah, well, here's here's 125 documents. And National Archives reached back out and says, hey, uh, we think you've got like 200 some odd documents more. And the Trump team is unresponsive. So a, a, an investigation begins. A grand jury is impaneled by June. The grand jury reaches out and says, give us all your documents that have classification markings on them, whether or not you think they're classified. Trump sends them 37 documents, and two months later, the FBI goes to Mar-a-Lago and finds 197 more documents, and also his lawyer's notes that Trump asked the lawyer to hide documents from the FBI, which begins the further investigation. All When you know you've got a target on your back that big, when they've been telling you for years they're coming for you, they're going to throw everything at you, why did you make it so easy for them? It just, you got to pound your head on it. It's just, it's nuts. David, you're going to be up next. Welcome to the show, David. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm not bad. All right. What's Where going on? Well, you know, I, I, I was listening to your uh, show and uh, about the gender identity bullies that are out there nowadays. And, you know, I work for a company that's called uh, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel's our parent company. Actually, I work for Maple Street Biscuit Company. Oh. And unfortunately, they they purchased us a few uh-huh. years back. Well, unfortunately, they have a lot of, you know, folks that work there. Well, fortunately, that's fine. We have a lot of employees, and they, these kids are confused in my mind, but to each their own. Their own, their own business is theirs. But um, some of them were having conversations about uh, sexual relationships uh, between men and women. Uh, or women on women and men and men. And I said, hey, that's not appropriate for work. 
and went to HR and said that I was insensitive to their gender identity. Human Resources calls me to the mat with my boss and says I should go and buy an LGBTQ whatever dictionary so I could better understand them. What I told the HR is maybe they should go buy a Bible or maybe I could give them one and they could better understand me as well. Oh. I'm a Christian conservative. Uh-huh. I don't bother people. I let, you know, Christianity is inclusive for everybody. Mm-hmm. I don't judge them. That's up to God. So, so l- l- let, let, me, let, me, let me just back up here, David. So what you're saying is that these kids were discussing sexuality at work and you suggested it wasn't appropriate. And so you had to go to the witch doctors for re-education because you didn't think it was appropriate. Uh, correct. <laughs> they Lord. went to human resources and said that I am wrong. I'm not wrong. The customers were not happy with, with the conversation. But this, but these folks are all indoctrinated to think that it's okay to talk about things like that at work now. And I'm the bad guy because I'm the one telling them not to do it. I'm the manager. Great. So, Wow. It is, it is just I'm insane, isn't it? It's because, just insane. So, wait, did you say you're, you're out of a job now? Uh, basically, yeah. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> oh, jeez. I That's wouldn't just... imagine they were gonna, they're going to keep me if HR is involved to begin yeah, that... with. That's wow. A good thing. I, I just, it, it, so, you know, I don't want to go into a restaurant and with my kids and listen to the workers talking about their sex lives and sexual orientations, all that. Just, man, I, I uh, and wow. Exactly. I, I, I don't even know what to say. It's a family community restaurant. This happened in Alpharetta, Georgia. Good grief. Uh, um, Wow. Man, I hate that's happening to you. I, I, I appreciate you doing the right thing, but I, I hate that you're paying the price for having done the right thing. That's just, it's it's insane. I'm going to be fine, um, and I, I know I will be, but, you know, companies like Cracker Barrel and, and, and the, the parent company are okay with that, and the companies that, are, that they own, like uh, Maple Street Biscuit Company, are just following along and doing, you know, what these gender bullies want. Yeah, they and they are bullies. They're they're bullies and they're scared of you know. And David, I got to let you go there, but I appreciate the phone call. I was I was given a briefing a couple weeks ago, and was told that um, the CEOs now that the DEI community is so strong that a lot of the CEOs don't even know what the the chief diversity officers and the HR departments are doing. And if the CEO complains, the CEO is fired as a racist, and then the DEI people get promotions and. They're all scared. They're all hijacked. It, it, the whole thing is just people have lost their minds over this stuff. Listen, and and with the topsy turvy market we're in, you got to worry about the stock market and everything as well, which is why you may want to talk to Advantage Gold and see if they can help you with your portfolio. 800-450-2566 is their number. Advantage Gold is TrustLink's number one highest rated uh, gold and silver company. The, they have been for seven years in a row. If you're interested in using precious metals for your portfolio, for your 401k, your IRA, your general investments, reach out to them, 800-450-2566. Get at least their free uh, IRA investment kit because 
The IRS regulates how you have to store precious metals as part of your retirement portfolio. Advantage Gold can make it very easy for you to understand, and they have great prices if you want to go through them to buy precious metals. It's 800-450-2566. Tell them I sent you get the free gold IRA investment kit, 800-450-2566. Partner with Advantage Gold if you think they're a good fit for you. 401k IRA general investments, 800-450-2566. All right, I'm going to squeeze in one more phone call here with Kyle. Welcome to the show, Kyle. How are you? Good, Eric. How are you doing? Great. What's going on? Uh, well, I wanted to talk about Trump. I, I was a big supporter of Trump. I liked his policies. I voted for him twice. I, I uh, the, the documents is, is not a good thing. But what I have a bigger problem with is him meeting with reporters or somebody I don't know the complete details. Some outsiders in his office trying to throw General Milley under the bus and disclosing confidential top secret information. The guy is just really a knucklehead. He, he's a, a narcissist, and I've just been, I've done with him. I've had it. Well, you know, the, the, the polling suggests you're in the minority, but I don't know that the polling is going to hold up over time. I, I just, and you know, Kyle, it, it's the lack of impulse control that's always been the thing that everybody goes to, whether it's the Stormy Daniels situation or or this situation, so many others, there's just no impulse control. Uh, and he, it's, he, he kind of walked right into this one. It's like a wily e. Coyote strategy with him, I, and I don't get it. I mean, say what you will about the indictment. It's wrong. It's Banana Republic. It, it's still a real indictment, and he's going to go to court tomorrow for the arraignment uh, at 3 o'clock. And it didn't have to be this way if he just gave the documents back. They'd try to find something else. For sure, they would. You've still got the January 6th investigation. You've still got the Fannie Willis investigation in Fulton County, Georgia. you got a pending indictment in New York. But, I mean— had he just given the documents back, this would not be it. And this is a serious charge because you've got to cooperate. Whether you want to or not, you got to cooperate when a federal grand jury subpoenas you. You can fight it. Uh, you, you, can, you can certainly try to fight it, but he didn't even fight it. He just ignored it and hid the documents. And that's the frustrating part here is this case is so stupid. It was so preventable. It was so avoidable. And he walked right into it because of no impulse control. He thought they were his trophies. <laughs> Just, man. All right. Well, I, I, I did not, my driver in Denver did not uh, offer any conspiracy theories on this one. If you're just tuning in and you don't know what I'm talking about on Friday night, my driver from the airport in Denver to the hotel informed me that Parkinson's disease is caused by a parasite uh, that attacks the neurological system and that scientists have been able to harness the parasite for clean renewable energy and the government's killing the scientists on behalf of corporate America. <laughs> I was not, from here on out, I am totally telling people I, I can't decide insurance salesman or realtor. I, it's got to be something, may, maybe life insurance. Um, that seems to be more boring and, and will immediately change the subject than realtor because you never know. Somebody might be buying a, a house. Max Holma, the golfer, uh, tweeted out that he always tells Uber drivers he's in realtor. He's a realtor, but uh, his his driver happened to be buying a house and uh, he was having to own the lie and help the guy. <laughs> maybe life insurance. I need to do something important and not lawyer because then they want legal advice because I used to tell people I'm a lawyer. Now I just tell them I'm the news and nobody likes reporters. So they don't stop talking except this conspiracy theory girl in Denver who was, I guess, bought into this cult nonsense about a 
parasite that causes clean renewable energy and the scientists are being assassinated. I, I is, yeah, y'all, welcome to Denver. Here's your sign.